everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 102 on Monday the 25th of October 2010. My name is Stephen Layton and I know this because I was looking at the new Has Been Coffee app and there's a picture of me on there. The most tenuous link in the world for me ever to talk about the new Has Been uh, Coffee app which is available for iPhone, iPod Touch and iPad. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Amazing thanks to uh, Nigel and Lawrence for the full thanks that I've and the true love that I've given them. Have a look at this link below, which is uh, a blog post that I've done about the app. Complete upgrade to the previous one. You will need to rebuy it. Um, but the great things you're able to do in it now is you're able to buy coffee from the phone within the app. There's a lovely emergency. In fact, let me just turn the sound on this so you might hear it. And it comes up with a, uh, suggests a bag of coffee for you to try. Brew guides, so you can watch all the brew guides that we've done. Um, coffee tools, so you can get your brew ratio. Listen, you have an iPhone or an iPad, please download this, have a look at that link. And um, yeah, completely free as well. But enough of gadgets, let's put gadget number one away. And get gadget number two out, which is for the comments from this week's In My Mug. Um, not as many as last week, but then if there were, I'd be amazed because last week's... I see, I'm really well prepared again. In my mug. Yeah, last week's were just phenomenal and more and more came through and I'm sorry for the ones that I didn't get a chance to talk about. But this week it's still been great. There's still loads and loads of comments, so thank you for all commenting. Um, Howard, first of all, said, Loving the shiny new subscription. Some of the people who get to share it with me, that's awesome. Getting tons of lemon with this Jurg. Interested to see if that transfers into iced coffee. Just really interesting. I think it could be a super iced uh, iced drink with a, as you say, with a slice of lemon. So do let us know on that one, Howard. Uh, Chris Rushbrook, Rushbrook. Should be able to say Chris's name by now, shouldn't I? Uh, Chris said the Jurg is going down a treat this week. Got a chance to share it with a couple of different friends. Uh, lots of positive noises. Uh, I've only been trying to see the pour over so far, but getting the bright summer throats coming through. And do you know what? The Jurg was a bit of a calculated gamble for this 101 episode. Because of doing the Esmeralda the week before, I wanted something that I felt was really going to stand up against it. And I, I, I really think it, it does, and it does a great job. Um, Gary said, wow, in espresso for my taste buds, it's just like a big tin of peaches in syrup. And I agree with the lemon. Uh, but I also got lemon right on the back end, uh, as if you were to bite into a wedge of lemon. But it most... Mostly peaches for me now, nice, which is great, Gary. That's that's super that you're getting that come through. Uh, Phil Nichol Phil Nicholas said, just got uh, the Jurg through the post box and the error pressing record time. Absolutely agreeing with Chris and the peaches and a clean lychee finish. Do you know I'm finding loads of lychee in coffee recently, which is bizarre, but but good, but in a very very good way. Um, Mark Bean, uh, just getting into specialist coffee scene and loving uh, uh, just. Uh, uh, you say that you have bought the whole lot of this batch. What amount does that re uh, relate to? Is it a few sacks, pallet load, transit for warehouse? It really depends from lot to lot. For instance, we've had some lots in the past where it's been one or two bags, tiny, tiny micro lots. This one was an 18 bag lot, 17, 18 bag lot. Um, so, uh, slightly larger. We've, we have some lots which are, are much bigger, like La Lujan and Alaska. Um, but yeah, it really depends on where it's coming from and who the farmer is. But this was, this was I think he was either 17 or 18, I can't remember exactly. Um, but thank you for the question, Mark. That's, that's very cool. Um, Darren Sandford, interesting. The Jurg I had 
tried previously was, uh, uh, was the lot before the last lot, and it's very different. The lemon is there, but it's more subtle candied lemon peel, but getting peach and apricot and vanilla in bucket loads. Really interesting and really lovely. That's brilliant, Darren. Great that you're picking up from the, di you know, the different tastes in there as well, uh, which is super. Daniel Thomas, my favourite coffee. We like that. I've had an espresso filter and Kona and never had a bad cup. Real peach and apricot flavours, although slightly less in the Kona than they were a few months ago. Uh, could just be the way I'm brewing. Uh, I think I should just buy a Be More and 50 kilograms and live happily ever after. <laughs> uh, but I'm enjoying the, do the In My Mug too much. Um, as I've mentioned Be More, I seem to recall an audio blog, blog earlier in the year that mentioned something new from them. Any news on that yet? And unfortunately that's been delayed a little bit and it's going to be a little bit longer. So, And I'm not allowed to say anything. But, but super new ideas always come in from Joe's head at, uh, at Be More. Uh, Mark Pierce said, tried in the mocha pot. Um, I picked it uh, up earlier on and I'm getting some fruity taste. Not quite sure which, but I am getting smoothness and creaminess by the bucket load, one of my new favourite coffees. And that really has been repeated th this week, that everybody's been saying this is a, a massive, massive cup for them. So, um, Sally uh, Ruidhouse said, We've been following in my mug since July. Myself and my partner did basic course with Yuri, and it was there that we heard about Has Been. Since then, we've discovered that you supply two favourite local coffee houses, Harlequin in York and Roasters in Scarborough. We haven't been able to buy any of your beans yet, as we still to invest in a decent grinder. We can do ground. Uh, however, did get the taste kicker last week, as Gordon had it on as a special espresso, and it was quite delicious. Being a graphic designer, I absolutely love the packaging and branding your creative team have produced, plus the animations. Thank you, thank you. I'm hoping to buy some of the red cups in the not-too-distant future, so I have something nice to practice my latte art in. And the cups, the red cups that we've used in the past, uh, and people have asked me about, we're selling them on the site now, and the demitasses, uh, and they come with saucers. So, um, I hear you're going to do a digital event in Hull soon. Sounds interesting, but I looked it up and the tickets are a bit too expensive. But I'm sure you'll do a great job awaiting the folk of Hull to the importance of good coffee. And that's really, yeah, that, that's a, an event that I've been invited to go and do a, um, a workshop at, talking about things like in my mug and stuff like that, which is going to be cool. Um, so thank you very much, Sally. And then Barry Graham, uh, my taste buds are still tingling from last week's Esmeralda, which was always a worry for me. I was delighted to find a Yergachev this week, one of my long-running favourites. Previously, I had had a habit of roasting medium dark for espresso and slightly lighter for brewed coffee. But since joining in my mug, I've been roasting lighter. I'm now much more interested in the regional characteristics and enjoying drinking a brew while watching the blog uh, to compare my findings. The medium light roast has really paid off with this year. I, yes, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you with that. Uh, uh, first got a full burst of grapefruit and lemon, followed by sweet peach and delicately light earthy vanilla and floral tastes. Despite the high standard that has been set over the recent weeks, this is another coffee that has me saying wow. Many thanks for another enjoyable example of an excellent coffee. Thank you, Barry, for your very kind comment. So, coffee we're going to be brewing this week is from El Salvador. Um, it's a brand new one that we bought specifically for in my mug. Um, but we bought it a few months back waited for it to come, all the things that you end up, and sat in it for a little while. And we bought it thinking, oh well, a couple of bags, have it as a very short guest and out it goes again. 
Um, in my mug has grown to such a size now where we've actually opened the second sack just to send out the in my mugs, which is phenomenal. Uh, but it means that we're not going to have a, an awful lot for subscribers, non-subscribers. So, um, yeah, just a little warning to you people that don't subscribe that you may want to dive into this one early. Uh, listen, I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go make the coffee and I should be back in just a moment. Okay, so I'm back. Um, and the coffee this week, as I said, is from El Salvador, which is like one of my favourite growing countries. Um, it's always super excited to find El Salvador's on the table. Um, really interesting past around El Salvador, kind of full of coups, civil wars, internal struggles, and a country up until the early 90s that was in a little bit of a mess. Um, but a country that's really picked itself up and kind of become, for me, one of the most amazing producers of coffee in the world. Um, a lot to do with the climate that they have and the terroir, and, and, but also the people and the, their varietal stock and so many other things. Um, interesting factoid about El Salvador, population of around about 7 million people and around about the same size space-wise as Wales. So tiny, tiny country really. Um, and quite remarkable that we see so much coffee coming from there. And the coffee's called El Retiro. Um, and it's a farm that's been owned by the Pacas family since 1927 uh, and it's known its fourth generation of, of, of ownership of, of family coffee growers. Um, the farm itself produces around, uh, has around about 24 people working for it um, permanently and around about 100 extras come in during the picking season. Um, very good social program going on there that they look after their workers with free medical treatment and, and, and things like that um, which I think is super important. Um, numbers, uh, say Farms El Retiro, uh, owned by the Pacas family, the closest city to the farm is Santa Ana, um, the region is called Chalala Chumpa, my pronunciation is awful, farm size is 18.9 hectares, of which all of it is for coffee growing, uh, all 18.9 hectares, um, altitude of an approximate 1,400 metres above sea level, this varietal uh, is Bourbon, um, and yeah, it's a washed coffee and we're going to drink it, so let's get snozzer in the bowl time. I'm aiming for this week's to be super quick. Um, we've had a lot of long ones recently and I want to do a super quick one. Enjoy the coffee and then shut up. So, snozzer in the bowl. The, the thing you get off the aroma straight off the bat is it's very floral. You can smell the flower, you can smell the kind of blossom. It's just very, very floral. But with a sweet edge to it as well, there's something sweet going on in that background. And it really does smell absolutely delicious. I'm going to be using the new Chemex today, which I've brewed up here, with lids. We're going to be selling the lids and the handled Chemexes uh, as of next week. So keep an eye out on the web store for those. Very, very pleased to finally have them in. Getting anything from America is, is, is challenging and takes a long time. So. Again... The floral is coming off, the aroma. So the first hit you get is exactly what you expect on the aroma. You're getting this floral, kind of bright blossom, and it really is. Then it suddenly goes into this mid-palette of like honey. And, and it, it's like honey and, what's it called? Um, you know like the crunchy bars, honeycomb? You get like a honeycomb in there as well. And it's really sweet. 
there's a little bit of chocolate going on, which I expect from an El Salvador Bourbon, it kind of, you know, chocolate caramel stuff going on. But the honey is, is more, most definitely the largest part of this cup. Um, and then it just kind of goes off into this acidity, which is very reminiscent of like, um, I'm trying to think, I want to be really clever and come up with a clever wine, but what I'm thinking is like, it's a sparkling white wine. So it's like very effervescent, very lively. Um, or maybe even not sparkling, maybe something like a Chardonnay or something like that. But you've got this beautiful white wine type acidity on the back end. All the time, that honey is just growing and growing in the mouth. And it's still there from the first sip uh, a minute ago. I wish we'd got more of this. Um, purely because I'd like to play blended with it. I, I just can see that acidity really working well and being something that could be incredibly interesting. So... We bought two bags, so that's 140 kilos. Over half of it's already gone. Um, I expect it's around for about a week and a half, two weeks, and then it'll be gone. I'm gonna pop a veg code up below. Uh, that's gonna give you 50 pence off in the store. I mean, it, it seems silly to kind of knock money on because it's, I know it's gonna fly out, but I want non-subscribers to enjoy it too. Um, Great that we can have these little guest coffees now, dive in for a couple of weeks, then dive out, and then, you know, came as came and gone as quick as they uh, they turned up. But really worth having a look at. Um, another great El Salvador coffee. Uh, El Salvador again. Out the park. A um, few things before I finish. Next week's in my mug. 103. is going to be mega, mega, mega espresso fest. Um... Those who follow on Twitter may have seen me talking about this one called The Blend With No Name. It does have a name. Um, it's just we're keeping it secret till we launch it. Um, Going to be a real left turn from the other blends that we've done recently, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, what else? Has been app. Download it. If you have an iPhone or an iPad, there's no reason why you shouldn't because it's free. And I'm going to wrap up. Oh, no, I'm not. One thing. Next week... I'm going to pick out of the comments one random person, a random person that's going to get a little bit of a special prize because uh, I want to encourage comments. I'm loving all of the comments and I want to maintain that momentum of getting lots of great comments. So prize for somebody at random and it's going to be a random number generator to choose a, a winner for that. Um, I'm going to wrap up because I'm rambling and life is too short for bad coffee.